0: You're listening to Hashtag No Filter. With Zach Peter, that's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just JustplainZach on all of the social medias. I've got really funny Instagram stories, usually of my neighbors, my Ubers, and me dancing in the shower. So that's always a good time. And don't forget to follow at No Filter with Zach for really funny memes, clips with your favorite reality sh- uh, reality stars. Sorry. Um, and just we post really funny content. We do throwbacks, we do memes, we post clips of this show. So if you want to stay up with the latest show news, follow at No Filter With Zach. And if you want to stay up to date with the latest reality TV tea, then you're going to want to join our secret Facebook group, which at this point is no longer a secret. Um, But if you want to join your fellow reality reality TV junkies, then go and click that link in the description below. You'll be added to our exclusive Facebook group where I spill insider tea. Um, I have some insider tea about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and then some casting. Updates that I might spill today. Um, we'll, we'll see how how frisky I'm feeling, but you're going to want to join the the Facebook groups so that you stay up to date with the latest news and the latest tea. All right, we got a lot to break down today. I mean, there was there was a ton of news, but it happened earlier in the week, so we'll be recapping some of it. We'll recap some of the um, Housewives shows that happened earlier in the week. We had Beverly Hills, we had New York, we have Potomac tonight. Um, We'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm still dipping into Potomac, but I have a guest today that's going to help me. Um, he's going to help me break down the latest headlines because he's always on top of like the latest happenings in Hollywood. I'm hoping today he's got a really good rant for me. Please welcome from Grant's Hollywood Rants, Mr. Grant Rudder.
1: Hey, guys. Hey, Zach. Thanks for having me on. How are you? Oh, good. You know, just taking a day by day. Still, how are you? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, who knows? That's
0: all we. That's all we can do at this point. We haven't been together in a minute.
1: I know, I know. But when did we finish that our show at AfterBuzz? Like a year ago.
0: Yeah, I think it was like last May. So it's been a little over a year. So a little context. Wow. We had so Leon was on the show last week, um, and so. We used to all ho- so it's Bravo, bitch, which was Lean's previous podcast before he did. Everyone is terrible. Uh, we used to host Grant and I were two of the other panelists on the show before Lean ended up taking it over full time, which he needed to do. That was his show, and he that was his baby, and he he was ready for his own um, to be like the the lead. But we were all on like a panel together, and we would break down everything that was happening in like reality TV, Bravo land, and. I would always try to fight with Grant on on the panel. I wanted to give him like a full view experience, and he would never engage me. He would never entertain me. He would always just like dismiss me.
1: I feel like we did have a good back and forth, though. I thought we enjoyed it. I felt
0: like I, felt I wanted like- I wanted to be your Megan McCain, Grant.
1: I don't know. I I mean I'm not going to be totally fake, so I guess it's to- I guess like I did the best I could with that. But I don't know. You never really got under my skin. I don't know. Maybe I should have. Allowed more. I don't know.
0: I would like a push a little bit and you would like totally like not engage. And I'm like, ah, so then I would just poke at lean and lean would always take the bait.
1: Yeah. Well, that sounds like me and him.
0: (laughs) So how is your, before we dive into the biggest headlines this week, how's your podcast doing? You've been doing it for a minute. You just celebrated what? Five years?
1: Five years of grants for Hollywood Talk. Yeah. Which um, I had five different guests and we had like double the topics, which Honestly, pop culture has changed so much, it's really difficult now to find enough to talk about to fill the time, at least things that I have an opinion about. I mean, there's always, like, Kanye is always doing something, there's something stupid happening, like, with a YouTuber, but, like, you know, I, who cares? I, it needs to be stuff that I really have an opinion about. I want to talk about, and it's uh, pop culture is in very short supply these days. The news is bigger than ever, but pop culture is, like, lost in translation right now.
0: Yeah, I feel like the golden era of pop culture is kind of at this point, it's, like, on its downward tick, and I feel like there's going to be a resurgence, a rebirth, like, some sort of renaissance that'll come, but, like, nobody knows what. I mean, even reality TV and Housewives, I talk about this every week, that, like, Housewives needs, like, a reboot at this point.
1: Yeah, I think everyone's kind of ready for what's next.
0: Well... We'll see what happens next. And you and I will definitely be covering it. Did you yeah. catch the uh, first part of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion?
1: For you, I did. I was not planning to watch it, but I knew that we would be discussing it. I just imagined so. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And I had the time. I, you know, that's the thing. I, I can't say it all the time. So I was like, okay, right. I'm going to watch it. I did look at it. Yeah, that was about the, the nicest thing I could say. I looked at it.
0: Beverly Hills is my favorite franchise to this day. And I know you have a very different take on it. Yeah. What would you rate this season overall as a whole?
1: As a total F, a complete, complete really? What? So this complete, is the
0: best season they've had in so time. long.
1: I mean, we must've watched different shows. I mean, I think it was a complete, I mean, I don't have to hesitate. Um, I did not My, you know, let's. I'll keep it a little positive. The finale itself was good, just the way it was produced. It moved. We got to see kind of like the life post COVID, pre COVID. You know, where the women are now. Um, I feel like I'm wrapping up. I thought they had a better finale than New York, so I will give them that for sure. But um, the season itself, I mean, I, I think all the women are terrible. Uh, I'm not a fan of any of them. I don't want wish to follow any of them. I, I, uh, I don't have anything nice to say.
0: See, I love Doree. I love Brandy Glanville. I love me some Kim Richards. I'm not the biggest, like, Kyle or Teddy fans. I think they're, you know, they don't bring very much. I'm not an Erica yeah. fan. I think she's kind of holding back a lot more than what I would expect from a housewife. I kind of liked Sutton. Was there not one person that you're like, okay, I'll give you a B this season?
1: Well, I mean, Sutton unfortunately got completely screwed by production by making her not full time just because we couldn't see her kids, which is a whole other conversation that should be had, like just about like women and in television, but you know, more than just being a mom. Uh, we could show, there was we saw her at every event, so there was, that was a complete mistake. Well, a little insider. Um, tea.
0: She actually films with her kids. She filmed as a complete full time housewife, filmed her scenes at home with her family. And all of that had to get cut out. And I guess Bravo was so pissed that that's why they ended up demoting her. I thought that she just wasn't allowed to film. But then I got a little tea over the week. She actually filmed with her kids. And that's why Bravo was like so upset with her. And from what I hear in the rumblings in production, she will not be back next season.
1: Well, that's a big mistake. Another reason why the show sucks. Okay, that's the list. Um, I have nothing nice to say about it. Um, Dorit, I if I had to like if I had to like handle one of them, like she, it seems like the most decent one, which is like who would have thought? Um, right. And then of course, like I mean, there's always like the Kims in the sidelines. Like the Kim, you know, Kim Richards, who I enjoy. I always gripped when she's on my TV. And same with Brandy, I want to hear what comes out of her mouth. But, I mean, they're not full-time. They're, they're, not, they're nowhere to be found. So the cast that we have now, I think, is probably the worst in television.
0: Why would you say that, they're the, that they would be the worst?
1: Because none of them engage, in my opinion. They take themselves way too seriously. They hold themselves on an incredible pedestal. And um, it's like there's just, they don't play the game to me. They, they don't, they're production's puppets. Um, they want to keep going, and having the same conversations over and over. I think Denise is a total misfire as far as casting goes. Uh, Lisa Rinna sold her soul to the show. Teddy never worked. Um, Kyle's, you know, there. Uh, you know, she knows how the sausage is made. She's got too much control in that group, so she's very careful with what she says and does. Erica is a complete waste of time, in my opinion. And I hate to say it because I liked her in the beginning, but she's completely overstayed. And who, online, who else am I missing? Yeah. Who else is there? Can I, I just rip into all of them right now? I don't know. Um, I, I think yeah, that's all I just of that. Yeah. I mean, I want to like the show, but I, it's it's been so bad for so long for me that, like, this is just not my show. I'm going to accept it. That's
0: I just, think this was a show. better season. Like, this was better than Pantygate. This was better than Puppygate. The only good part of Puppygate last season was the Kyle versus Lisa little scene with the showdown other than that the season itself right. was was really just a waste but i think this season was probably the best we've had in at least a couple years well you know
1: i talked about it on my own show and i, I said you know i must be wrong because the ratings are really really good and um it proves if there's anything positive two it proves that they don't need lisa vanderpump on this show no. for it to succeed so it's succeeding In uh, my opinion is you know no account for uh, but I don't see it. I look at the show and I'm like, this is a bunch of really mean women attacking each other for very minute, small things. I, I thought the reunion made everyone look really bad.
0: It didn't make the other. It like Erica and Lisa Rinna came very hard at Denise. And Denise is just at this point, I think, the queen of deflection, but I think she's so deep in the rabbit hole that, like, she can't go back and be like, oh, I actually did eat Brandy's Clit. Like, she can't come and say that now. You know, like at this point, like, she's, she has to go to the grave with this. You know, she's lied with such conviction. Um, I, I believe it happened. I believe, I don't know. I just, At this point, I feel like I'm kind of tired of the storyline a little bit, and I've followed it religiously since it first broke last December, every single bit of it, and I did a full deep dive into the affair, and I might do a part two. Not much new information has come to light since then, um, but I just, I'm a stan for Beverly Hills. I don't know why, and this was a great season for me. I think it just, it's come... uh, it's come a long way given, but I think they need to like reboot it and get in some new women. And I know they've been interviewing a few women. So I'm hoping, and I actually got some new names over the weekend that I actually think might. What would you think? I think we need what makes like New Jersey really great. What make, what made uh, Beverly Hills really great at the beginning was kind of like that family dynamic. How would you feel if they would add in maybe like a Kathy Hilton next season?
1: Well, I've lobbied for that for a long time. I mean, someone who has real money. She has a recognizable name. Um, I know that she's really against her doing this show. So there's already an interesting dynamic right there. I mean, Kathy's no stranger to reality TV. So that's a good thing and a bad thing. That's a good thing where, like, you know, she knows the game, but also it's a bad thing where she can self-produce. Um, I've always liked Kathy. I think that just the Hilton Dynasty is such an interesting story, but I don't think we're going to get too deep. It's, I mean... You know, we're we at we're at the point now where we see so little of their personal lives and it's just them yeah. arguing over dinner. It's, I and mean, the glam I, it, it and almost, the business. You can, yeah, you can plug anybody in at this point. Because, I mean, we've seen people with money, without money, like household names, not household names. If they're just going to pit them against each other. It almost really doesn't even matter, which is a shame because that's not what got me into the shows at all. It really was personality-driven. Right.
0: I think they could, I think Kathy could work if she were maybe a friend of maybe we integrate her little by little that way because from what I hear from what I hear she's not the biggest Teddy fan so I would kind of like to see the Kyle Kathy dynamic especially because we hear so much about it we've already seen the Kyle Kim dynamic and I think Kim is great as like a a friend of because she brings light and levity she's like the Sonia Morgan of Beverly Hills and her scenes with Kyle this season were were Kyle's most enjoyable seasons. I don't care. Kyle designing a Moomoo. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? But like, I think if we throw in a little bit of Kathy and a little bit of Kim in sprinkled throughout the season, I think that would be great. And we need a yeah, new, we need a new Brandy Glanville, is- but not Brandy Glen. I think, I think at this point, Brandy's really shot herself in the foot to the point where uh, production wouldn't bring her back full time. But we need someone that would have Brandy's like conviction and and be willing to call the other woman out. I think Teddy's tried to be that, or at least production has tried to make Teddy that. I can ninety percent confirm Teddy oh, right. will be back next season. Um, which I have mixed feelings about. I think they bring her back because she's the most talked about housewife every season at this point for the past three seasons. Everybody loves to hate her. So I think that's why they've brought her back. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's engagement. It's engagement, people are tweeting. She's probably at least one of the top two housewives that are most tweeted about on that show. So, I mean, they don't care as long as their show trends. They don't care if they're talking, you know, horrible things about her or whatever. And I mean, like, I completely don't like her on the show. Like, I think she has no place to even on television. But even I'm not going to go out of my way to tweet negative things at her and about her family. Like, that is all crazy. And if Bravo, if that's something Bravo wants for engagement, then, like, they need to reevaluate a little bit. Because, like, that's not cool.
0: But at the same time, the women need to reevaluate that because this is what they're signing up for. You know, and they, if she decides to sign up again for another season, considering the heat she's taken the last two seasons, she knows what she's signing up for.
1: You get what you get.
0: Okay, so let's divvy over to Real Housewives of New York. So we're, what, at this point, two weeks off of Dorinda's firing. We now see the finale. We've seen the season as a whole with Dorinda. Do you think that her firing was justified?
1: There are so many problems within the Housewives world. just in Bravo, I believe, just from my own point of view, um, Dorinda is not one of them. I think it was a total misfire, a total waste of time. To get rid of her the way they did um i think they got a lot of bad press for it rightfully so um you know people have lobbied that twitter has been trending for months with plug in different names from different places uh people they want fired during Do really does not make that list yeah she's Mm-mm. like angry on camera but i think that she was very difficult to produce i bet she mm-hmm. lost her mind with producers when Tinsley Broke her contract, as she said. And I'm sure she had a billion questions. Like, is she getting paid? Is she full-time? Is she going to be in the opening titles? Is she going to be at the reunion? Like, she wanted to know all this stuff. And I think she's too involved. I think she's really focused on, like, wanting to be on the show and creating the gifts and the T-shirts and the mugs and all that. Um, it's a little much. But also, there's, there's room for her. And she's not a problem to this viewer.
0: I, but I also think at the same time, I understand, or I don't understand, but like if you tilt your head and, and squint your eyes, I can see where her, in retrospect, where her heat for Tinsley came from and why she was so upset with Tinsley leaving the way that she did. Because if you think about it, Dorinda has taken some serious heat over the past couple of years where she's had to sit in the hot seat. We had her allegations of drug use where all the women outed her at the reunion a few seasons ago. You had her coming at Luann with the, the mugshot thing. Like she's taken a lot of heat. That I can understand why she would be upset for Tinsley taking a little bit of heat this season, primarily, I mean, really only from Durinda, um, but then just dipping out the first second she got to get out of the Housewives franchise. So I understand a bit of her frustration, but at the same time, I'm like, let it go, you know? Like, Dorinda wasn't pleasant to watch this season, but I think at this point we come to a point where we expect them to have a bad season and we don't think that they necessarily need to be fired, whereas Ramona's had several bad seasons and her, there's no character growth within her that I understand why everybody wants to see her fired.
1: I, I think Ramona is essential to the show, for sure, though. Uh, as though though people don't like her. She's had so many
0: bad seasons.
1: And I guess people don't view Dorinda as essential, which is strange, but
0: I don't know why. Do you think that this season lacked because we didn't have Bethany and production wasn't ready to, wasn't prepared to have that gap?
1: Well, they definitely weren't prepared. Bethany screwed them over by doing what she did. And I think a lot of that went on to Doreen's shoulders now she was going to be the truth teller and she felt that pressure to be outrageous and loud and in your face. But she's not Bethany, so she shouldn't try so hard because on the end, it didn't work. For her, because now she's on the street. Not really, but, you know, she'll be fine. But, um, no, I mean, I think too much pressure. Too, I mean, too much credit is given to Bethany. I mean, like, she isn't the show. It's an ensemble show when it's really up to production to figure it out. And, yeah, they didn't really have enough time to figure it out. I think um, Leah held my attention, so I give her a credit.
0: I think Leah held the attention. I think she deserves to be the centerfold moving forward to kind of bring housewives over to the next generation, which is what I think all of the franchises need to do is, start to focus on younger women, maybe do something with the OGs, like maybe send them all on a vacation together. Maybe do, you know, something fun with That's them awesome. that, you know, with yeah. all the big OGs, like the Vickys and the Tamras. And I don't think Bethany would ever do it. I don't think, uh, Nini would ever do it, but maybe like the Kim Zolciaks, acts, like bring all of those together and the Dorinda's and like, let's have some fun with it. Jill Zarin would do it in a fucking heartbeat. Um, do something with the OGs totally. that keeps their fans engaged with Bravo. But I think the Housewives franchise as a whole needs a reboot. We need younger women and women that don't know the game enough to be able to show us their real lives.
1: Right. And a lot of it, too, has to come back. This is why I like Leo. Like, okay, so she had this marriage in the mob business, but she wasn't, like, on six reality shows. Like, she wasn't right. getting a known name. You know, I need more of that. I need more of just plucking people and, like, putting them on the show. Versus like they're so focused on trying to find, especially in Beverly Hills, like these F-list women or D-list women. Or I'm not I'm not calling Garcelle that because she's she's higher than that. I don't know why she did the show because she is higher than that. But um, like they're just uh, focusing too much on trying to find people that are attached uh, to like the public eye, and it, it just doesn't work for me.
0: Well, because they think that if they're attached to the public eye, it'll generate interest. All of their followers will come over and and, and watch the show and like...
1: But it didn't work. Like, Denise, did that really Did that do anything? Like, did that succeed for them? I mean, I don't think so.
0: No, I don't think Denise worked on Beverly Hills at all. I think she would have been a cute friend of... You know, if they brought her in for like three or four scenes throughout a, throughout a season where we see her kind of have a little bit of, of, you know, fun on the show with the other women. But I don't think she works as a housewife. I agree. And she especially yeah. doesn't fit the mold for what we expect from the glamorous, luxe, Beverly Hills housewife.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't mind it because I loved Eileen that she kind of just didn't care either. And I loved her as a housewife. She's like, what do I all time? But um, I don't know why. I think those loyals loyal to her from the soaps. But um, I don't mind that there being a little differentiation with, with glam. Uh, but Denise just didn't work, man. And she's not the first that's been a public figure that hasn't worked. So, you know, I don't know. It's a hit or miss thing.
0: Are you looking forward to OC after seeing the trailer this season?
1: I wasn't looking forward to OC when it was the reunion last year. No, I have very little hope for that show. To me, it's unrecognizable, A, and B, it's just uninteresting. I don't recognize it. I think Kelly Dodd really swallowed the show whole and ruined it for a lot of people. I think she, while she was very TV in the beginning, if we zoom out, we see that now it's not a show about behind the gates and wealthy women anymore. It's really just about being, like much like Beverly Hills, as catty as you can be. And get as many of those gifts, all-time, those iconic moments as you can. It's just too, too much. I, I, I miss what OC used to be. But I understand the hate for Tamra and Vicky. I understand. That.
0: I have zero interest in watching. I will watch it, but I have zero interest in seeing the new season because I think one, it hits a little too close to home with like everything that we're going to like on a it cultural looks terrible,
1: level. Right? It Who looks wants to because see that.
0: Who wants to relive the earlier moments right before quarantine? And who wants to relive the going through quarantine process? Like, not like... Nobody. Too close to home. I don't want to see this shit for 10 years. Like, I don't want to relive any of this. I don't want to see these women play out the emotions that I had to live out just a couple of months ago. You know what I mean? It's not just like, you know like, pop culture events, it's, like, a global crisis that, like, has right, made right. so many people, be- like, has changed everybody's lives at this point.
1: Well, Andy would say, well, it's about their lives, and we have to see their lives. So, like, okay, I think it's I think it's appropriate to touch upon it, because it's, it's something that really happened to them, but we don't, that doesn't need to be the arc. That, I would put it down to almost one episode. I feel like if yeah. you play around with the dates, like March 1st, like they were all out. Everything's cool. March 15th, like production stops. Then we cut to them in their homes. And then like we resume. um I, Yeah. I don't need to see like Shannon beating the coronavirus. I don't think anybody does. No, please. No, please. It, it's just, it represents as a viewer, such a dark time, such a hard time mentally. I, I don't think anyone's going to get really energy and any entertainment value out of it. So, acknowledge it and move on, but I don't think they're going to take that. I think
0: Beverly Hills did a great way of acknowledging it and keeping the pace moving forward with the finale where we see the women kind of come to an end. I mean, they even tackled like, you know, the, um, you know, BLM stuff where you see Garcelle art out at protest. Like I think the way that they kind of put it, they wrapped it all up together was so like well and eloquently done that like it was all we needed. I agree with you. Yes.
1: And wasn't it interesting to see, like, life pre-COVID, pre-BLM, huge movement that we're in now, and then where we are today? I mean, it just shows the two worlds that we're in, that what was and what is. And I, yeah. I never saw it really, like, split screen like that until I saw the Beverly Hills finale. And yeah, I mean, what, what once was is not coming back. It's so strange to see, like, in reality TV form. I will give them credit for that.
0: Yeah, they, they had a really great finale, but I'm not looking forward. Like, the last thing I want to see is Shannon crying to her mother about being upset with her kids and Kelly, you know, with her. Like, I just, yeah. I I have zero desire to watch any of that. I'll watch it. I'll give it a try, I probably, but I have yeah. zero desire. Um, I, I put on
1: Twitter, I was like, I hope I'm too busy. I hope I'm too busy to watch this. I don't want to watch. No,
0: I think no, the only reason please, people, no. I think the only reason people are excited that it's coming so soon is the fact that we're running out of housewives shows and they just want something else to watch. And we have OC and Salt Lake city that's coming out this fall. But like, I honestly would rather skip a season of housewives and have to watch something that's just un, you know, unpalatable. Yes. I agree with you. Uh, Jersey, Teresa and Joe finalize their divorce. What do you, what are your predict predictions for the new season?
1: I don't know enough about it. I haven't been following it that closely. Um, I don't, I don't think much is going to change over there. I guess now, Western um, face? Jackie has unfollowed Teresa. So that, is back, that fight is back on. Um, I don't know. I don't really have much of an opinion about it. I, I'm just very, I'm not disinterested. I'm just meh about New Jersey. You know, I'll look at it though. I don't hate the show. I'm just like, okay, it's, it's too produced. That show is way too produced. So that turns me off.
0: I, th- I think I liked that they started to break down the fourth wall and show Teresa and not her best light last season. I liked that they finally are doing that to these OGs. We saw Ramona had a moment. We saw Dorinda's moment at the end of uh, this past season. We saw Teresa flip off the cameras and throw her drink and run away from production. Like I like that we're getting to see those like candid moments where the housewives are realizing they're losing control a little bit. But I mean, I'm not like, I don't think there's anything super juicy about New Jersey that I'm necessarily looking forward to. And I think the overall thing is like, we're losing interest in these shows that we once loved. And it's because we need a reboot of them.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. There's nothing that's come out that's like, oh, just wait until like, like, even two years ago, it was like, oh, Danielle's back filming. Like that piqued my interest. I was like, cool. Like, what's this going to be like? I mean, I love her hair. And I don't really care if she shows up or not. But like someone like Caroline, like at least that would be like, Oh, I haven't seen Caroline in like five years. Like, let me see how this is gonna work. I need like a hook to be able to be like, how is this really gonna work? And if it's just the same group now for the third year, I think there might be a new one. I mean, okay, but I don't know. I need a little bit of a hook and it doesn't need to be a celebrity. It can just be like, you know, there's rumors from the set that someone lit someone's house on fire or something. I don't know. Like, I wanna see something.
0: I agree. What how, what do you think about Lala Kent joining Real Housewives of Beverly Hills?
1: Go ahead. Let me know how it goes. I mean, like, I have no interest. I, I don't care for it. her. So,
0: I posted it on Instagram, oh. and it got, like, so many people fired up. I think the majority of the people said no. But there was a small fraction of people that were like, huh, this might actually be interesting.
1: It depends. I guess I wouldn't know until I saw it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, does she check a lot of boxes? She's like Bravo friendly. She has a following. She's married to a rich older man. She lives in the area. You know, she's got stuff going on. But I mean, I I don't know how she would interact organically with someone like Kyle.
0: But see, that's the thing is I think we need to get rid of the older ladies and bring in uh, a new New York based around Leah that really has all of those women. And maybe we bring in Durant or not Dorinda, maybe we bring in like Luann and Ramona for like a hot second to be like the mentor that when we have like that scene, like, oh, I love Luann, I miss Luann. You know what I mean? But it's more about these younger women getting to that next chapter of their lives. And I think Lala Kent would be great for the next like rebirth of Beverly Hills
1: because I have no real emotional investment in Beverly Hills anymore. Like I sure try it out creatively. It might be, you know, a full, uh, what, what the of thing you have, like, I don't know, like a knockout in the park or something like, you know, sure. Uh, but then I, you have to be careful too, because like OC, which is still like the original and I love, and I'm still emotionally attached to it. Like I got really upset to hear that newbie Bronwyn, they were like kind of like building around with her to me that she didn't work for me personally. I didn't like her. I wasn't interested in her life. So to me, like, Building on someone new, but then on the flip side, Leah is great. So it's really, wait you have to weigh and measure it all. Because, yeah, I'd be open to seeing more of Leah's friends. I don't want to see more of Bronwyn's friends. So I'm just, you got to be careful with, like, all this new blood and focusing around one person. I don't know. Right. I think that they, specifically a show like Beverly Hills, they're going to be really afraid to make any big changes because the numbers are good. We saw yeah. Atlanta stay the same for so long. Creatively, it's a detriment. But um, you know, it's a solid, it's a solid number show for the network. I don't think they're going to shake much up.
0: Are you looking forward, or will you be tuning in to Stasi's sit-down interview with Tamron Hall?
1: I would not be looking this up, but I know I'll be watching it because of Instagram and Twitter and the, the Facebook pages. You know, we'll be inundated by this interview, uh, and it's going to come up on YouTube recommended. I mean, there'll be no way to escape it. So will my eyeballs be viewing it? Yes, I'm not going to be searching for it, but
0: I'll, I will probably catch it. What do you expect we will get from this interview? My prediction is this is her, the start of her redemption tour. This is her, I mean, I, I feel like of all the interviews she could have done, this one probably from a, because she no longer has a PR team, she has a crisis management team. I get the play. Um, I understand yeah. the move. I'm curious to see how it's executed. I've had a, uh, a theory that I believe she's been recording. She's been doing Kylie Jenner style filming her pregnancy at home with like her own video camera that will eventually be used to shop a new reality show that she's going to be releasing. Lisa Vanderpump has now come out and said that she doesn't have any deals with Evolution Media in the mix. But then again, Lisa Vanderpump also said she had no Vanderpump Dogs spinoff show in the works. And now we see yeah, there's a Vanderpump Lisa Dogs show.
1: a proven liar. She's a yeah, proven liar. Yeah. I do not her- the president of evolution. She doesn't have a job in development of Bravo, so at least Savannah Punk's words mean something.
0: I don't believe her at all. Um but bottom I do line believe- is
1: Sassy is bankable. She's extremely bankable. She has a huge following, still very, very loyal. Dedicated. And numbers behind her. So she is bankable no matter what. Uh, it might be like a People Magazine digital exclusive. It could be a BravoTV.com thing. It could be a WeTV show, prime Time Friday Night. Nothing would shock me here.
0: Yeah, I agree. What do you think? Do you think that she will shift public perception, majority of public perception with this interview? Do you think this is going to be her Ryan Lochte, Matt Lauer moment?
1: I do because she has this crisis management team who's going to coach her through, you know, I lost everything. I've paid my due. I've done my debt. I'm good. You know, I'm ready to move on. I want to rebrand myself. I deserve a second chance. Still play into all of that dialogue that will you know, ultimately people who are on the line on the fence or her supporters will just go all in full in support. You know, all you really need is money, and you can change anything. So, um, yeah, no, I believe that Classy has a big future ahead of her. Doesn't mean I agree with it, but um, I just find it interesting. She's got a Tamara Hall like fall preview episode, like fall launch, and Kristen has like a podcast special. Like, okay,
0: I actually think this is even great for Tamara Hall. Because she's now, this is like her own show, right? That this interview is happening on. And like, this is a great way now that she's transitioned out of like syndicated regular talk show on television and she's doing her own thing. This is like a great way for her to continue to build up her credits.
1: Yeah. I didn't realize this wasn't going to be televised. I thought this is a digital platform as well.
0: Is it, I don't, is it going to be televised? I didn't find anything. I mean. Oh,
1: yeah. I didn't know, but. I know she had her own show. I guess I could cancel the, you know, whatever that happened, that happened. That's why I think now, I uh, think
0: she's launching off to do her own thing. This may be televised, but I think that she's looking to pursue her own off TV endeavors outside yeah. of network television.
1: Right. You know, I mean, I wasn't at all surprised when I heard that there were rumblings of her having a potential show, stop Herself in development uh, because, you know, you know, this, these shows take a while to develop and they have to sell these shows and they're in production. So just dialing working backwards you can think like well okay like we'll give her a year out of the spotlight but we better get working now so that way in a year we can say Stacy's back and she's better than ever so this so, was the perfect know, really time amazing.
0: for her to be pregnant i will say that and in this interview, we're going to get shots of the belly. We're going to get shots of Bo just, like, you know, adoring her and oh, being, yeah. I like, I stand by my woman. We're going to get shots of, like, what do you expect from motherhood? And how is motherhood going to change you? That whole line of questions is going to be in that we're going to see tears. We're going to see I've done learning and growth and inner reflection and had deep conversations. We're going to get the whole, like, Oh, we- yeah. so yeah.
1: will be little note cards. If you look closely, be like, um... I am eternally thankful for the people that have followed me still and understand me. And, like, oh, please. Yeah. I mean, it'll be a media circus, but that's what she's paying for. Yeah. She's smart and, and pay for it's it.
0: Not, it's not going to be anything new, but it's going to be exactly what she needs to get her back into, you know, good graces. Exactly. I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised if at this point one of her next strategy moves was to do a dancing with the star style thing. That's what Ryan Lochte did. That's what all of these celebs that have, that's what Carol Baskin is now doing. Like when you have a tarnished name in Hollywood, you have to glow. gradually get, you tie up with the charity, you do a Dancing with the Stars. Once the public starts to like you again, then you kind of launch your own spinoff show.
1: Yeah, well, she's still under contract with Bravo and, and for the, I, in a couple more months. I think they said six months or something. So, I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting when that contract lifts. Uh, what that means but you know if they cut ties with her then why is she still in a contract with them but I guess it would cost them a lot of money to pay her out so they're just gonna like just let it run off Um, but interesting because are you done with her or are you not like I don't know that's business I don't know
0: yeah Yeah, I think they went to They were pressured. They wanted to save their ass, so they fired her so abruptly. But I think, if anything, the way that they cut ties with her, not that they shouldn't have ever cut ties with her, but the way that they did it made her so much more of a household name and is going to help catapult her career. And I don't think she's ever coming back to Bravo, and I don't think she ever should. I think she's going to have a much bigger career beyond Bravo moving forward. Whether I whether that's yeah. what and should happen or not, that's my prediction of what I believe will happen.
1: I feel the same way. Again, she's got the numbers behind her. There'll always be people that are, think she's a racist for sure. But that is that going to outweigh how much money she makes for a platform? That's what it's going to come down to.
0: I agree. All right, Grant. Rutter, where can people listen to your podcast and pimp out your shit? What's your OnlyFans account? <laughs>
1: I'm on Patreon, the original OnlyFans, but um, I, I, you guys can find me. I would love it if you check it out. I just had like a big special, like I said, for the anniversary, Grant Rance Hollywood Talk. Wherever you can find Zach's show, you can find mine, so check it out.
0: Yes, go and check it out. He always has hot takes. He has great guests that come on the show. I love tuning in just because you have so much good, like juicy gossip and opinions about everything that's happening in Hollywood.
1: I yeah, thanks. I try to keep it, like, real honest. Like, you know, there's no, like, yes, we need to all that. It's like, yeah. no, you're an idiot. Here's
0: like... <laughs> why. No, that's what we yeah. need. It's refreshing. There's too many of the other. Great talk. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Well, thank you, you so know. much.
1: You know, you are very much more.
0: Yeah, thank you. Um, All right, guys, go and give Grant a follow. What's your, your Instagram handle or your Twitter handle? Sure.
1: Yeah, both are at, it's Grant Grant. I-T-S Grant Grant.
0: He's always got a good rant, so go and give him a follow. You can give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Keep up with the show at No Filter with Zach. And like I said, click that link below in the description so you can join our private Facebook group. I spill lots of good tea, and so so does everybody else in the group. So go and check it out. Be sure to subscribe and listen to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter every Monday and Wednesday, Monday, pop culture breakdowns and Wednesday unfiltered interviews. We got a lot more to come. Let me know what you thought of Leanne Locken last week. A lot of people said that it actually changed their opinion about her. So I'm curious to know what you think. Go and give me a follow and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.